Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. Hopefully you're having a great Friday morning. We are going to continue on in our study of chapter 15 in the book of Acts. If you'll remember yesterday, the apostles and elders at the church of Jerusalem led by James, the brother of the Lord, um, and attended by the twelve, apparently most of them anyway. Anyway, they decided to send a letter to the Gentiles at Antioch and a few other places in that region and um, to sort of remove the burden of circumcision and some of the other lawful things, many, in fact, all the lawful things. Um, And this controversy started back in the beginning of chapter 15, when the Pharisees rose up and said that it was important for the Gentiles and necessary even that uh, they be commanded to keep the law of Moses. Well, that set off a firestorm amongst Peter and Paul and even uh, the leaders of the church there as they had to confront this idea of legalism, uh, especially in light of salvation by grace. In fact, Peter even alluded to Ephesians 2.8, even though Ephesians 2.8 probably wasn't written there, but the Word of God is eternal. And he spoke about being saved by grace, and the Gentiles were just as the Jews and vice versa. So now they decided to send a letter after James had sort of spoken through and, and worked through the process here and made a final decision. And this is the letter that they wrote beginning in verse 23 of chapter 15. The apostles, the elders, and the brethren... To the brethren who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings. Since we have heard that some who went out from us have troubled you with words unsettling your souls, saying, quote, you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. Uh, isn't that wonderful? Because you are not, uh, you're not supposed to feel even today that you must keep the law, and so many people do. It seemed good to us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas, who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that you should abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality, If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. And that was the conclusion of of verse 29 there. So let me just go back and and hit a couple of high points in this letter. Number one, they were not asking these people to keep the law. They were not asking them to be circumcised. They were tempted to do that, at least the Pharisees were, because when people come out of a highly religious background, it's hard for them to just let all those things go and realize that they didn't really matter as far as God was concerned, in a sense that your salvation depended on it or the love that God has for you depended on it or his blessing you depended on it at all. And it's hard to let go of that, but they are. They are letting this go, and, and they realize the truth. And then they laid upon them some necessary things, and that's the verse 29, abstain from things offered to idols, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Let me just say this, that you can do all those. You you could do those things, 
and still go to heaven, but you might not do well. Uh, you might not have an audience with people. People will disrespect you. I think of some prominent ministers in the past that have had moral collapse. I won't even say moral failure. I'll say moral collapse, catastrophic collapse. And God still loves those men. And God still uses them as to whatever degree he can. But people will turn you off. People will lose respect. People will turn a deaf ear. And see, if we're going to communicate the message of the gospel, then how many of you know it's important for people to want to hear what we have to say, or at least be willing to? Now, some people are going to turn off the message because of the message. But let's not cause them to turn off the message because of the messenger. Uh, at least let us have the opportunity to speak life to these people. Then God has the possibility and the potential of watering that seed and causing them to, to rise up and, and accept the message. But it's, it's difficult when we're living in such a way that people look at our lives and go, wow, you, why would I listen to you at all? And uh, so many people who, who walk in the, the grace of God and have experienced God's grace have lost their families, have, have ruined their children, have given such bad taste about the gospel that people just hate God because of it. And that's not, that's not what we want to do, and that's what he's saying here. And, and, you know, again, sexual immorality, I want to hit this again because this is something that we should not do. And it's not that you should not do it because if you do it, you're not going to go to heaven. It's you should not do it because if you do it, you're not going to live well. Things will not be well with you. We open ourselves up to all types of influence of the devil, all types of influence of the flesh, clouded judgment, and emotional responses and reactions. Uh, and so what he's saying here is wisdom. This is wisdom. This isn't legalism. This is be wise and, and be strong. I remember counseling a man one time who said that, that it wasn't his fault that he had an improper emotional relationship with a woman at work. She, she wore a short skirt and his wife was being mean to him at the time. And, and you know, I, I almost slapped the man in the face I was so incensed, and that wasn't the right thing to do, of course, and I'm glad I didn't. But God did minister to him through that because if that's all the devil has to do to, un, to derail and, and undo a, a marriage and a man of God is to send somebody to sashay by in a, in a miniskirt and, and just have some conflict in your marriage and that's all it takes, suddenly you're going to jump off the ship and, and swim for shore and do things a different way. That's, that, that doesn't even make sense. We have the living God living on the inside of us. Who is going to cause us to turn from our family, from our wives and children, from our husbands and, and futures? Who's going to do that? Who's got the power? Nobody, not even the devil. And so what he's saying and what they're communicating to these people is if you want to live well, then live well. Do things right, not because they're, they're easy, but because they're right. So many people today in the body of Christ, even under the label of grace, Think that doing what's easy is the right thing to do. Friend, doing what's right many times is the, is the hardest thing to do uh, in the natural. But we don't do things because they're easy. We do things because they're right. And that's all that the, the disciples and, the, and the, uh, the leaders in the church of Jerusalem are saying to them here. And so that when they were sent off, they came to Antioch. And when they had gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter. And when they had read it, they rejoiced over its encouragement. Friend, grace brings rejoicing. 
bring, grace brings liberty and freedom. And again, you know, we could we could uh, abuse that liberty and freedom and live in a in a place that's not well. But friend, when we truly get a revelation of God's goodness and grace to us, it doesn't promote sin. It promotes uh, living well. It promotes living strong. It, it promotes living a life of, of, of commitment and principle and discipline. Not because that's what God requires to make him happy. No, it's because that's what we want to be. That's who we truly are. Uh, I'm not going to do less for my wife and children in the, in the eyes of, of, you know, in the, in the dispensation of grace than I would under law. I'm going to do more for them. Why? Because I'm empowered to do it because it's a joy. It's a refreshing. That's what Jesus meant when he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because we rest in knowing that God is completely pleased with us as his children, and that frees us up to do well in all things. Amen. So, friend, that's all of our time today. Be encouraged today that God wants you to live well. Do what's right, not what's easy. And you'll see that he's glorified in your body. Don't do it out of legalism. Do it out of choice because you've been empowered by the Holy Ghost to live strong for Jesus. Amen. Have a blessed weekend. I'll see you at one of our five weekend celebrations tomorrow night at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 8, 9, 30, 11, or 12, 30. Go rejoicing today and have a great weekend. God bless. I'll see you Monday morning right here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.